Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. As you listeners know, we here at Cracked Rackets fully dedicated to covering all aspects of the home stretch of the 2021 college tennis season. I'm actually recording this intro live from my hotel room in Orlando. It's been such a treat for me to get to catch all of the men's and women's round of 16 action in person. It's been great to get to be on the grounds at the USDA National Campus here in Lake Nona, chat with all of the players, all of the coaches, gain insight into what's happening right now throughout the college tennis universe, of course. I'll try to share all of the insights I've learned uh, here on the grounds over the next, I suppose, week on our mini break podcast, Great Shot Podcast. But of course, here on the Cracked Interviews Podcast, we're trying to talk to as many of the coaches and players as possible to help prepare all of you listeners for the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals here home stretch. Uh, Of course, on today's podcast, you're going to get to hear my conversations from Press Row this week. Uh, The NCAA, kind enough to bring in coaches for all of the remaining teams, bring in a player from each squad as well, and I've had the opportunity to ask about two, three questions to each of these coaches, each of these players. My intent is to talk to all 16 teams. Now, uh, unfortunately, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to accomplish that. I'm supposed to do a radio hit with Coach Woodson of Baylor at about 2.05, so I may miss out on a couple, but of course, our goal, as always, will be to chat with all of the remaining coaches, all of the remaining players, and present those chats to all of you listeners here on today. Today's Cracked Interviews podcast. We're going to divide them up into segments of three. Here on our first from the presser segment, you're going to hear from head coach Manny Diaz and Trent Bride of the Georgia men's tennis team. Phenomenal upset win for them over UNC. You're also going to hear from the coaches and players from the Texas men and women's team. It's Coach Burke, Coach Joffe, Elliot Spaziri, Charlotte Shavatapan talking about their victories and advancing to the quarterfinals as well. Again, my goal to talk to all 16 remaining teams. Hopefully, we'll be able to do that. Uh, If not, I will text the coaches I missed to ensure that we don't skip anyone, that we don't leave any fan base in the draw, leave any fan base hanging. But of course, again, on this podcast, Georgia men, Texas men, Texas women, the reason we're able to do it day in, day out because of the support we get from you listeners, from our Patreon family, and of course, from our friends at Midwest Sports. Go to MidwestSports.com, use the promo code CR15 to get 15% off your order, free two-day shipping on all orders exceeding $75, best of all, a free can of Wilson Extra Duty Tennis Balls, MidwestSports.com, the promo code is CR15. Without further ado, though, let's get to our NCAA from the presser segments. Again, first things first, we're talking to the Georgia men, the Texas men, and the Texas women. Georgia men's tennis head coach Manny Diaz and player Trent Bride. Alex Gruskin, apologies for the no video. You don't want to see me this morning, but I have to say, I think this is the first time I've seen you without a hat. You look wonderful, but my question to you, coach, is, uh, you know, two days off between the round of 16 and the quarterfinals, that's a lot of time to be sitting and thinking, what do you do to ensure that you and your team don't rest on your laurels? What do you do to get ready for the quarterfinals? Um, You know, uh, I don't think... uh... Uh, you know, we, we are resting on any laurels. Uh, you know, um, we we know we had a, a very good uh, victory yesterday, but, um, you know, when we come to Orlando, when all these teams come over here, they, they 
they have four matches in their sights, right? It's about putting one foot in front of the other and taking thing in, things in stride. You can't get too far ahead uh, of yourself. And so we've, we've just played one good match, and, uh, and that's not enough. That's not going to be uh, satisfying to any of our guys. It's not, uh, it's not where our program is going to settle for. I think that uh, you know, the eyes quickly turn to our next match. And, it's all about recovery, and it's all about fine-tuning some things uh, today and tomorrow, and making sure that we're ready to go at the, you know, at the peak of our performance uh, ability, and and that's what we're going to be focused on. Mm-hmm. And just a question for you as well, Trent. Uh, Coach Diaz mentioned Billy, and I know he's clinched so many matches for you guys. He's a super senior, but in terms of at the Georgia program, he's technically, I suppose, a first year. And I'm curious for you what it's been like to incorporate someone like Billy into the Georgia culture. Yeah, he's the man. I mean, we, we all love him. Uh, he From the first day, he, he stepped foot in Athens. Everyone, he just jived with everyone. And uh, there was really no transition for him. It, it just felt it felt right to have him have him there in Athens, and uh, you know he's been obviously amazing for us and super clutch and um, has shown his veteran skills throughout the season. So uh, we're very blessed to have him, and and we're gonna miss him. You know after after this tournament. No doubt. And if I may sneak in one more to you, Trent, I know Tennessee got you guys earlier in the year talking to some teammates. I know because you were so unhealthy or uh, just didn't have the full roster, how much are you looking forward to getting another shot at them? This is the match we wanted. Um, we're definitely excited for this match. And, uh, you know, having that uh, match in the beginning of the season where we even had chances uh, without, without uh, all the guys you know, I think we're we're all really excited for this opportunity, and you know, we wouldn't really want any other team in the quarterfinals. So we're we're really excited for this match. Awesome. Well, congrats, guys. Good luck the rest of the way. Cheers. Texas men's tennis head coach Bruce Burke and player Elliot Spaziri. Hey, Coach Alex Gruskin, congratulations on the victory. I made a comment to you after the match. That was your team's 10th 4-3 result, and you know I think you are 9-1 in those 10-4-3 matches. Can you speak to the resilience of your team and you know what it says about them that they're continued to be able to come through in those moments? Yeah, at some point after this season, I'm going to have to sit down and figure out what the secret was. And, um, you know, I've been doing this for close to 30 years, and I don't think I've ever seen um, this kind of uh, consistent resilience and clutch performances time after time. So I don't know if it's it's luck um, or just good fortune, but really what I think it is is we've got a a close group of guys that really enjoy playing with each other, for each other, get along very well off the court. And uh, they've shown a commitment to not only – work on their tennis games, but also to work on their, the mental aspect of their games and, and the, uh, some of the subtleties that come with playing a team match. So it's been really satisfying as a coach to see and, and certainly a lot of fun and makes for some good highlight videos at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And if I may sneak in just one more to uh, coach, you guys were the only team, I believe, thus far in the NCAA tournament to bounce back from dropping the doubles point. Now, I'm sure that doubles point is going to be something you focus on over the next two days. But again, is it a thing where you get your team, your guys, they've just seen every scenario at this point this year? I think so. We've done, you know, we've done pretty well in doubles this year, I think, especially for a young team. So we've won our fair share of doubles points against 
top teams, but we've also lost some. And um, we've shown the ability throughout the year to come back and win some of those matches against good teams. So the nice thing is that when we get into that situation, I can refer back to those where we've come through before and let them know that it's not a reason to panic. You know, I always have the approach that we want to play the doubles point like it's the most important thing in the world. And, and then when it's done, win or lose, we try to act like it's pretty insignificant because it's only one out of seven points. But yeah, for sure, we want to try to perform at our best in doubles and get that point. But the nice thing is we've, we, we know we have a lot of guys that can come through and rebound and show resilience and grit and, and uh, still find a way to get it done, even if we lose the doubles point. Absolutely, and I apologize to everyone else. Just one question for Elliot. Uh, you were down 3-1 in your third set yesterday, and you know, looking at your face, looking at your attitude, there was there was no wavering. There was no you know hesitancy. Um, I'm curious for you in that scenario. You seem to turn to your bench repeatedly. How important is it to have them on the sideline, and ultimately, what got you through that third set? Yeah, it's huge to have the guys supporting me. Um, I thank our assistant coach Brandon and Austin, our volunteer, because they helped change my mindset. I think there was a stretch of, I think, 10 or 11 games where he had won 10, I had won one, and um, I think I just needed to change momentum a little bit, get myself a little bit more amped up, and I seemed to do that, rattled off a few games, and then kind of rode that momentum through the end of the match. So it was really nice to have them on, on the bench next to me, and also the guys. It was really exciting having them pump me up, and. Um, yeah, I couldn't be happier they were there. Well, congratulations to you both. Good luck the rest of the way. Texas women's tennis head coach Howard Joffe and player Charlotte Shavatapin. Thank you, and congratulations, Coach and Charlotte, on your victories. I want to start with Coach Joffe. Uh, when we spoke before the tournament started, you talked about uh, you know the lack of, I suppose, diversity your team has gone through with all of their success since the NCAA tournament. Is it fair to say you guys got the tough match you were looking for in the round of 16? Um, yeah, uh, yes and no. Um, but uh, yes, your question uh, hits it on the nosy. Um, I feel like the match against Ohio State, we were very, very dominant for about uh, an hour and a half of the tennis. Um, if you look uh, at them, you know, we won the doubles point and on four of the six sets, um, the scores were like 6-1, 6-1, 6-1, 6-2. And then I do feel like um, Ohio State did an excellent job battling back. Um, and there was just a, maybe a, the best way to characterize it is just a little malaise. Um, which turned the match into um, the duel, uh, into, you know, uh, it, it suddenly got uh, competitive and interesting. And so I think um, that definitely, uh, to your question, um, grabbed our attention and um, is going to help us uh, going forwards, uh, to, to your point. Uh, we definitely encountered some, some tur turbulent air, as they say. Mm -hmm. And to one of your earlier answers, a player who perhaps did not play her best tennis in the opening match, Peyton Stearns, uh, what do you do in the next, you know, yesterday and today to get her clicking on all cylinders for the quarterfinals? Yeah, Peyton is obviously a very excellent tennis player. And, uh, you know, I, I certainly don't think um, that there's anything wrong per se with the tennis. <clears throat> um, along the lines of the uh, jargon and rhetoric I've been spewing here. 
Um, I don't know that her best uh, tennis self was, was on display. Um, and I think it, uh, it will be on Peyton to, you know, channel a better uh, uh, parts of her. Um, I've got every confidence in her and fully expect her to, to be bringing it 100% uh, tomorrow at 2 p.m. Absolutely. And if I may sneak in two quick ones to Charlotte, uh, obviously excellent performance from you yesterday. You know, talking to people on the grounds, I know you did not, you considered skipping college tennis altogether. And so when you look back at your first season on the job, uh, what have your experiences been? Obviously, it seems like you very much are in favor of your decision to ultimately play a season. Well, I don't think, I mean, when I was younger, I wanted to play pro, but I think when I got older in like high school, like college was definitely like in the picture. So, I mean, it just really depended like where I wanted to play. And then until I met Coach Joffe, like this, you know, I, I just had so many options, but I wanted to pick the college where it gave me the best opportunity to play pro. And I think it's University of Texas. Um, and as for your season question, I think like this season has been pretty good. Like, honestly, I didn't know what to expect with COVID and I didn't even know if we're gonna have a full season, but just being able to play like 30 dual matches and plus like some tournaments back home, um, I. I mean, it's better than like what I expected and it exceeded all my expectations with how season and like how matches were going to like turn out. So, mm-hmm. And the most critical question you'll get asked all NCAA tournament, Coach Joffe, a better singer or a better dancer? Uh, I've never heard, well, Neither. They're, they're, both, <laughs> they're both pretty bad, but <laughs> um, I would say singing, he does it in the car. Dancing, like, it's only reserved for special occasions, so I would like to see him dance after, um, if we win NCAAs. Awesome. Well, congratulations to you both. Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. Thanks. all of you enjoyed my conversations with Coach Diaz, Trent Bride, Coach Burke, Elliot Spaziri, Coach Jaffe, Charlotte Shavatapan. Again, as I mentioned in the intro, my goal to talk to all the remaining teams, talk to one player from all the remaining teams as well as their coach. Uh, If I miss any of them because of other obligations, I will try to double back with those coaches personally. But again, this is all an attempt to ensure all of you listeners have all the information you need to enjoy the home stretch of this 2021 college tennis postseason. If you want to hear recaps of all of the matches. You guys know, mini break, great shot podcast. Those will be rocking and rolling over the next week as well. Of course, if you missed any of the content, go to our website, crackrackets.com. Shout out as always to super producers, Max Fleener and Daniel Westoff for the but any job they do day in, day out. Shout out as well to our friends at Midwest Sports. Go to midwestsports.com. Use that promo code CR15. With that in mind, for our wonderful guests here at NCAA Media Day, our super producers, Fligner and Westoff, our friends at Midwest Sports, and all of us here at both Crack Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You've been listening to the Cracked Interviews Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you all soon. Thanks, everyone.